Hello and welcome. I am your host, Sam, and this is Urban Legends and Other Dreadful Curiosities. Hi, hello. So, welcome to this very first episode of this podcast. Before starting, I just want to go into this brief introduction about myself and this podcast. So, as I have mentioned before, my name is Sam. I am a journalism student, but I won't tell you which school I study in for personal reasons. And I actually started doing podcasts last year as a school project. And before that school project, I have never listened to a podcast before, like ever. And I think it's just because of that class I started getting into podcasting. So now I'm super thankful for that because I now realize I'm actually enjoying making podcasts and listening to them. Also, my favorite podcast is Two Girls, One Ghost. I feel like you should give it a listen because they're super entertaining when telling supernatural experiences and all that paranormal stuff. I really like, I really love Sabrina and Corinne. You guys rock. Okay, yeah. So my first ever podcast was about folklore and I decided I wanted to continue that as a side project of mine. So the only difference about my first podcast and this is, well, the title. So now I'm continuing this as a side project and not a school project anymore. So yeah, now here I am. Basically, Urban Legends and Other Dreadful Curiosities is mainly about urban legends from different cultures and some interesting facts behind them. And in this podcast, I will also be talking about scary stuff as well, and not necessarily urban legends. So speaking of urban legends, I will be talking about the famous La Llorona. I don't know if I said that correctly. I'm really sorry. I know I researched this pronunciation before, but I don't know if I still nailed it. But anyway, grab your blankets and teddy bears because it's about to get scary. Once upon a time, there was a beautiful woman named Maria who lived in a small rural community. While she was known for her beauty, she was also very, very vain. One day, a wealthy man came across Maria's town where he laid his eyes on beautiful Maria. The two fell in love and eventually they got married. As time passed, Maria gave birth to two children And at this time, her husband started traveling and stopped spending time with his family. Maria could already feel her husband falling out of love with her. Whenever he would come home, he would only pay attention to his two children and ignore Maria as much as possible. One day, her husband returned to the village with a younger woman. He bid his children farewell and ignored Maria. So. Maria took her children to the river and drowned them in blind rage. Okay, so the reason why I cut this ending short because the ending had some variations. One ending suggests that Maria killed herself as soon as she realized what she's done. And another ending says that 
the husband came back and asked for the children, to which Maria said she had drowned them. But one thing they all have in common is that they all end with the woman cursed to stay on earth and look for her children for all eternity. Now let's talk more about La Llorona. She's sometimes called the weeping woman or the wailer, and her story is actually used as a cautionary tale so that kids would behave. But who is she exactly? So she's a spirit that weeps and kidnaps children, and she also drowns these children in a nearby river. So it's kind of like a cycle for her. She looks for children as replacement for the two children she drowned when she was alive. Okay, so her victims are usually children, but there are other stories that say she also attacks males and specifically cheating husbands. So if you're looking for a sign to be faithful, I think this is it. But honestly, though, cheating is not cool either way. So you don't really need a sign to know that. So don't do it. Anyway, first, I want to talk about Leirona's characteristics. Like, is she wearing a clown suit? Does she have wings? Does she bark like a dog? Well, you're lucky because you're listening to this podcast. And now you'll know when to run away as soon as you see her. Okay, so Leirona usually hangs out by a river or a lake. When she's close by, you will start to hear sounds of a woman crying. Some accounts say that her cries are usually signs of bad omens, and usually a death or misfortune is about to happen. Sometimes you'll hear her speak in Spanish as well, asking for her children. And you'll also hear her in the distance sometimes, but other times it'll feel like she's right beside you. The thing is, when she sounds close to you, she's actually really far And when she sounds far away, well, you better start running because she's coming to get you. Now, if you hate running like I do, you may or may not actually catch a glimpse of her. How unfortunate. According to accounts, she's often dressed in white and has this veil that covers her face. So, if you see a crying woman in white, I don't care if you hate running. You are getting the fuck out of there. Okay, okay. But what if you can't really escape her? Apparently, there are traditions for keeping Leirona away. From what I read on Reddit, it's best to leave her alone. And another way is to include crosses and prayers to keep you and your children safe. So... Another way to be safe against La Llorona is to stay in bright places or well-lit places or just keeping the lights on at home too. However, one downside is you can't really stop her from getting into a building. And according to the legends, she'll pretty much stay there until you force her out or she just decides to peace out, you know? Or maybe you can ask her to leave nicely. I don't really know. I don't want to find out, honestly. But if you're stuck in a room with her, I read that you should just ignore her, but I'm not really sure how that works. I tried researching how to like banish her and stuff, but I don't really I don't really find anything. So let me know if you do. Okay, here are some facts about Leirona. So this tale is actually around 500 years old, and the legend is famous in various parts of Latin America, including Mexico, Central, and South America. There are a number of histories of where the legend was 
actually based on? One of them is the story of La Malinche of Mexico. She serves as an important role in the Spanish conquest of the Aztec Empire. And from there, she was an interpreter, advisor, and mediator for Hernan Cortes. What's super interesting about this is that La Malinche was also Cortes's lover and gave birth to his children. And the sad thing, though, was that La Malinche was left behind so that Cortes could marry a Spanish lady. The only thing with this story is that there are no evidence of La Malinche killing her children the same way La Llorona did. Another interesting fact about the legend is that it's similar to more ancient mythologies than we thought. First story is about Zeus's affair with Lamia. When Hera discovered her husband's affair, she forced Lamia to eat her own children. And from then on, Lamia wanders the earth and devours every child she could catch. Jesus, what is with husbands and getting into affairs? Okay, anyway, La Llorona is based on the Aztec culture, and she may be based on the story of Kuatlecue, who is the mother of the Aztec war god, Huetzilopochtli. So this goddess, whose name I will not pronounce because my tongue cannot form the words, she's described as ugly and nasty. The goddess is also seen usually crying out for her son because the son is always away for wars. And according to this website called History Today, this goddess was described as her face being so black and covered with filth, she looked like she came straight from hell. That's not exactly a pleasant image to picture in one's head. But yeah, these were some fun facts and origin stories of La Llorona. I think it was kind of interesting how there is a mix of different cultures in terms of how the story itself evolved. There is an influence of Greek, Aztec, South and Central American and Mexican cultures. I'm pretty sure these cultures and stories vary in different regions. And I'm sure that La Llorona is not really limited to just Mexican culture. The stories have some variations as well, especially when you go to different parts of South America or maybe Central America, which I find really interesting. So we are wrapping this up. Thank you for listening to my first episode. Okay, so this is my first time um, doing this. Well, no, this is not my first time, but like this is my first time doing this that's not required by the school. This has been fun. If you have any encounter stories that you want to submit or a suggestion for this podcast, or maybe just constructive criticism. Uh, since I'm very new to this podcasting world, I have my email on the description. Just hit that up. Yeah, so thanks for listening. I hope you all had fun. Stay tuned for the next episode. And, and I also upload new content every week, so I really hope you stay tuned.